Hello, my name is Kevin Burgess, and I am a missionary with an organization called Young Life. It is so good to be with you today. We love House of Prayer Church and all of our friends in Blairsville, Georgia. Kelly and I just moved to Anchorage, Alaska, where we'll be working with military families at Elmendorf Air Base. We believe in the Great Commission that Jesus gave his disciples before he ascended into heaven. It can be found in Matthew 28. Let me read it to you. It says, All authority in heaven and earth have been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Kelly and I go wherever teenagers are to build relationships and to introduce them to Jesus Christ. Kelly and I don't have kids of our own, but the Lord has allowed us to love and spend time with many, many teenagers over the years. In fact, three have lived with us. I share all of this with you because Kelly and I really believe that hospitality is a huge part of evangelism. One of our favorite verses in the New Testament is 1 Thessalonians 2.8, which says, So we cared for you because we loved you so much. We were delighted to share with you not only the gospel, but also our lives as well. All of these young people became part of our lives. But you know you don't have to host people in your home for a lengthy time period to engage in hospitality. In fact, hospitality means making people feel welcome or comfortable, putting them at ease. Today, I want to look at just one story about evangelism and hospitality in the New Testament. It can be found in the book of Luke in chapter 5. Let's read, starting in verse 27. Later, as Jesus left town, he saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Later, Levi held a great banquet at his home for Jesus as the guest of honor. Many of Levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests also ate with them. But the Pharisees and their teachers of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples and said, Why do you eat and drink with such scum? Jesus answered them, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. There are a couple things that I would love for you to notice in this story. First, Jesus was on the move. He was always on the go. He went where people were. In this instance, he went to the marketplace near the lake and spent time with Levi. And everywhere Jesus went, he invited people to join him. And just like v Levi, many did. Who are we inviting to join us as we walk through our everyday lives? The next thing I want you to notice is that Levi, you know, who is also Matthew, the author of the book of Matthew, Levi had a party at his house for Jesus. That's crazy. I don't know what kind of party 
this was. It was for Jesus, a religious guy. Um, but you know what? It looks like it might have been a doozy because of the reaction of some of the folks that were there. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I love that Levi took a chance. He risked something. He risked his reputation. He invited his friends and neighbors to his home to meet Jesus and hang out with his disciples. That took courage. What was it that Levi saw in Jesus that would make him invite his friends to meet him? What do you see in Jesus that would make you do the same thing for your friends and neighbors? Now notice the reaction of some of the more religious folks who happened to be there. Interestingly enough, they were invited too. But they disapproved of the guest list. From their point of view, some people just didn't deserve to be there. How did the good people in your life react to your choice of friends? To the people you invite to church or to youth group or spend time with? Finally, I'd like us to look at Jesus's reaction to the whole thing. What was his response? Jesus has said that he came to seek and save the lost and to heal the sick. He came to welcome anyone and everyone who was willing to accept his invitation into a new life and a relationship with him and his father. Jesus came to put people at ease by forgiving them of their sins and calling them into a new life of meaning and purpose. And Levi lived this life out by being hospitable. As believers in and followers of Jesus, we are also called to go and make disciples. We're called to be hospitable. Romans 12, 9 through 13 says this, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope. Patient in affliction. Faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Why? Why do we practice hospitality? Because Jesus has done so for us. He came to live among us. He walked with us. He invites us into a relationship with himself. He died for us. He rose from the dead and returned to heaven to prepare a place for us. He's adopted us into his family we love because he first loved us. Okay, I want to challenge you and encourage you with one more set of verses. Hebrews 13, 1 through 2 says this. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, 
For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without even knowing it. You know, it may be fairly easy for some of us to invite our friends and our family over for dinner, to watch the game, or to hang out, but it's certainly a different circumstance when we talk about inviting strangers into our home. But that's what we're called to do. The Greek word for hospitality is philoxenia. Literally, it means love strangers. Who can you show care and love for this week as you go about your everyday life? What might it look like for you to help a stranger feel at ease? I'd like to close today with just one more thought. Many of us may not have the resources that other people have. Maybe we don't feel comfortable having people in our home for nice meals, and maybe we can't host people for a long period of time. But I want to remind everyone that being hospitable simply means loving people, caring for them, making people feel welcome and comfortable. And this can be done on any budget and in just about any situation, no matter what you have or don't have. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for loving us. Thank you so much for being hospitable to us by inviting us into a relationship with you. Help us to reach out to the people around us and draw them closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.